You are now listening to UCLA Radio Podcasts. Please follow us at all of our social media channels at UCLA Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Anish V here. Welcome Bruins fans and fans of UCLA Radio and beyond. With me today, I have former Bruins soccer player, winner of the 2013 NCAA Championship, and current player in the NWSL, Megan Oyster. Hi, thanks for having me. So, for those of you who don't know Megan Oyster, she was part of that 2013 uh, championship winning team. She played for the Bruins in her collegiate career as a soccer player, now plays in the professional league in the United States of America, a uh, former national team player as well. And uh, the NWSL is basically the uh, female equivalent of the MLS here in the United States. Can, so, first of all, just tell us uh, what, about, what did you do at UCLA, where are you from, and basically just your personal story before we get into soccer. Yeah, so I'm from Chicago, Illinois, um, and I got... Um, recruited by Jill Ellis actually to come to UCLA and then um, yeah I came here played for four years at UCLA under three uh, I got recruited by Jill and then played for BJ Snow and then finally Amanda won our junior year um, won the national championship which was obviously amazing and Mm -hmm. just such an uh, awesome exciting time Um, and then I got drafted uh, in 2014 to the Washington Spirit I uh, played there for two years and then got traded to Boston, played for the Boston Breakers. Um, and then I ended up here in Seattle. So um going on my second year in Seattle and uh, yeah, it's just been great. I can't believe I'm on my fifth season with uh, professionally and it's just been a long career, but really awesome and just can't believe I'm still playing. So it's been a great journey. Awesome. And some of those names you mentioned there that you played under. So one of those was uh, Coach Jill Ellis, who's the current head coach of the women's national team. What was it like playing under her or at least being recruited by her? Yeah, so I got a chance to play uh, under her at the U-20 national team camp. Um, And it was just a great experience. Um, She's a great person and just knows the game so well. So um, great experience under her. And then uh, playing for BJ was great as well. So um, it's been awesome to get the opportunity to play for such talented coaches and um, uh, leaving with uh, Amanda too was just incredible. I still am such good friends with her and get to stay at her house now while we come here and awesome. uh, hang out at UCLA. So it's just been a great, great journey. Yeah, for those people who are fans of UCLA soccer right now, what can you tell them about Co- uh, Coach Amanda Cromwell's uh, coaching style and what do you think about her um, current job as the coach of the UCLA women's soccer team? What do you see her doing with this team in the future? I just think she does such a great job with the girls. I think she brings that team atmosphere that most coaches you know, don't really do as well. Um, she she brings the team together and she loves to keep the ball and keep possession and it shows. Um, I think, you know, being back in Seattle, UCLA is a recognized school for a mm-hmm. lot of the young girls out there and their style of play is, is, is awesome and it's admirable. So uh, I love what she does and I love what she's continuing to do and her goals are big and it's just awesome because being an alumni, that's what you hope for. You want to be proud of where you came from. And UCLA, obviously, super proud to be a Bruin, but um, she makes us even more proud by uh, making this team so successful. Mm-hmm. And you said uh, you had to move around a lot, coming from Chicago <laughs> to L.A. and then Washington and then Boston and now just getting traded to Seattle in the yeah. last draft. How's it been like moving around so many places, playing soccer? And has there been any certain place or any team which has really made you the soccer player you are today? That's a great question. I think... Obviously, in those times where you get traded, it's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to pick up your life and just move on the spot. And for me, you know, in those moments, like I said, it's tough, but it's always brought a a better, better person out of me. And um, I've learned so much traveling around and playing in different cities and playing with different players. Um, I think my favorite would be, honestly, Seattle so far. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I just like being back on the West Coast, and the team has just been awesome. Playing with Megan Rapino and um, Ali Long and some other really, really exper- experienced players, as well as Vladko, our head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just an awesome, awesome coach. Just got his pro license and super talented. So um, moving around is always tough, but it's it's brought so many good things out of me and um, just great experiences. And what can you tell us about playing with uh, other Bruins or other teammates you've had in the past in the NWSL going from college to there? For example, uh, Darian Jenkins just got traded to Seattle Reign. Yeah. How's it like uh, playing with your teammates or playing against them and now getting the opportunity to play with them? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, playing with them is is so much fun. I played um, with Caprice in Australia, Caprice mm-hmm. Idasco in Australia and for the Spirit. So uh, it's like a bit of a piece of home, piece of family that you get to bring around. So when I heard Daring got traded to the Seattle Reign, it was just no better feeling. Um, just an instant best friend that you get to hang out with again. So um, and playing against them, it's super competitive, but also really fun. I mean, on the field, we're both like everyone just wants to win and try so hard. But after, it's just fun to get dinner and catch up and see where we're at in our life. So it's been great. Awesome. And you said you played in Australia. That would have been in the W League. And uh, that's mm-hmm. one of the most competitive female leagues out there aside from the NWSL. What can you tell us about your time in Australia? Where did you play? You said mm-hmm. you played with Caprice. How was that? And the, what's the competitive differences between Australia and the United States? Yeah, I think, uh, well, I played for the Newcastle Jets, um, which is close to Sydney, Australia. And I played the first year with um, Caprice Asco, And then the second year, um, the internationals were Aaron Gill and Jen Hoy and um, Kelsey Weiss. So, and also Caitlin Rowland, who was a UCLA Bruin. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that, it was so much fun. It's just a great, easy transition. Um, the leagues don't overlap. So straight out of the NWSL, I was able to go straight into Australia and um, play there. So it was great. And I think that league in general is developing so much. Um, they have high standards for what they want to reach. And they did a lot um, with the men's league out there. Mm-hmm. So um, it was exciting. They have a lot of fans. Um, and the coach that I played for, Craig Deans, at Newcastle Jets was just a great guy. And I learned a lot. So it's a fun, easy transition and pretty high level. So Okay, so you said you learned a lot from playing in Australia. Uh, going back to your time at UCLA, what are the main things you took away? Maybe, maybe not even in a soccer extension, in a soccer, soccer extent, but uh, what are the main things you took away from coming here to a school like UCLA? What are those memories that you have uh, being over in? That's a great question. I think there are so many takeaways from the school and from um, being surrounded by such amazing people. Um, I think the culture here is just so much fun and uh, really took away all those traditions. And I love um, all the memories I made with all the people. And mm-hmm. um, I think I just learned, you know, that there's this elite level of person out there and you're a part of that group when you when you leave. And um, I think I just, I, I've push myself to reach new standards and um yeah UCLA is just such a good school and it really brings that out of you it just brings out the best um person you want to be and there's no real room for error here like everyone has that high standard and um it's great to be around every day in day out because um you leave with all of that so yeah could I go back a little further and ask uh, what is it about UCLA that attracted you to coming here I know you said it was coach Ellis who recruited you but was there anything specific about the place or the place style of soccer that they had before that that attracted you here um well being from Chicago being on the west coast is just ideal mm-hmm. um the weather and everything like that was awesome but um I took my first uh tour visit here and as soon as I saw the school I didn't look back <laughs> it's just gorgeous perfect part of the city and um, yeah, just a beautiful school. And obviously the academics are huge. Of course, yeah. Number one public school, if not 
the world, right? So um, that was a little intimidating, but it's also where else would you want to go? I mean, it just has it all. Fair enough. And speaking of being number one, the World Cup is coming up this year in France in 2019. The United States women's national team went, undefe- went undefeated in all of 2018. What are your opinions about their chances in the upcoming World Cup? Well, will you be looking to them, supporting them? And uh, yeah, how's that in your opinion? How, does that ch- how do those chances look for U.S. fans? I mean, they always look good to me. Um, I think, you know, they had a tough loss recently against France, and that was tough. But um, I think going forward, they're just going to do well. They mm-hmm. they always do well. They have that grind, that mindset, that competitive, relentless attitude, and um, I think it'll get them really far. They've got some really, really talented players on that team, um, and when they're up for the challenge, they'll take it, and that's just the USA mindset. <laughs> so. I'm really excited to see how they do, and it's also awesome to have some UCLA Bruins on that team. Makes it super easy to cheer of course. cheer them on, and um, we're just really excited to see how they do. All right, and just one last thing. Anything you wanted to say to any of your fans out there, to the Bruins at all, just to finish up this interview? No, just go Bruins. It's the best school in the world. Uh-huh. All right, thank you so much. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Nishvi back here this time with another four former Bruins player, another, another member of that 2013 NCAA championship winning squad, and a player in the NWSL as well, Caprice Dedasco. Hello. <laughs> so, Caprice, as I said, you played for this uh, Bruins team before, and you're yeah. currently a player in the NWSL. So, just yeah. what can you tell us about how you got into soccer and your early life, and uh, how you came about playing for UCLA? Yeah, so I started playing um, when I was four years old. The joke is, like, I said, I was born on the soccer field. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad both met playing soccer. Oh, okay. So it was meant to like that we all play soccer. So um, I started playing when I was four, and then I was playing with a boys' team all the way up till. I was 10 because there was no girls team really in Hawaii and then um I started to play and then I was fortunate enough to be with ODP and then the youth national teams since 14 Mm -hmm. all the way to 23s um and then um I was recruited by UCLA um late during like my late times of like um middle school beginning of um high school and um I had like other girls many options but um as soon as I stepped onto UCLA campus um I just knew it was home and um, I knew I wanted to go here, so I said, stop the other visits, like, <laughs> I'm committing, um, so I just knew right away, I just had this feeling, um, and then after my senior year of season, I graduated early, and I was drafted to the Washington Spirit, mm-hmm. and I was there for four years, and then I was recently just traded to Jersey, so. Yeah, yeah. so I uh, was just talking about that with Sarah, you're going to be playing with her at Sky Blue FC, so yes. what's that feeling, having been able to play with and against some of your former Bruins teammates? Well, I was fortunate um, my rookie year, I was drafted with Megan, so mm-hmm. it was awesome to just have that feeling of home, just going with someone that I knew and comfortable with, um, but playing with Sarah again is like a dream come true. I think like in college, we, her and I had like the most passes with each other. Oh, wow, that's back. amazing. Yeah, so um, it's just like cool to be playing back with someone that we just had like a connection on the field, so... Um, it makes me feel more comfortable about the move, and I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, Megan was talking about you both played in Australia as well for the W League. Yes. So what are your thoughts on the competitive nature of the Australian League as opposed to the NWSL, and any thoughts on the differences in soccer between these two countries? Yeah, I think um, the NWSL is like obviously like the top league, um, almost like probably in the world right mm-hmm. now, um, just because it's just everyone's very athletic. The top players from every other country is coming down, which is great. Um, it, the competition level, I think, is like no other just because in other leagues overseas, there's maybe top two, three teams. But mm-hmm. here it's like you'll get a good game every weekend. So um, I true. think that's what makes it like the best league because every 
the bottom team could beat the top team, you know, in a random weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the W League for players, it's a great um, kind of break for off-season, depending if you just want to get games in, minutes. Um, I think it was a perfect time for me to go overseas because I didn't play that much my rookie year. So I just wanted to just fall in love with the game again and get minutes. And it was perfect. I mean, it was summer there. How can you not love Australia? <laughs> of so it was awesome just to get minutes in. And um, the level, I wouldn't say, is, like, equal to the NWSL, but um, I think it's, like, great because, like, around the world, soccer is getting so much better. And the competition, I mean, you can see in the national teams, mm-hmm. um, like, it's just becoming, like, equal, and a lot of teams are catching up, which is great for um, the U.S. in competition. So I think um, the competition in every other league is getting better, but... I still think that just with athleticism and strength and um, just the speed of play is like top notch here. Yeah, so in the men's side of the game, the MLS isn't that top league in the world. You know, in many ways, it's treated as a developmental league. It's the league that people come to. Why do you think the women's game on that side in the United States is uh, so much at the elite level as opposed to American uh, men's soccer? Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with um, just like the U.S. as like um, the national team level. Um, The U.S. women's is top-notch number one Mm -hmm. all the time and I think um, we've created that culture of like excellence here for the women's side and hopefully the men can do the same but I think a lot of um, players um, want to surround themselves with the best players and they want to be the best and um, to learn and grow and um, you can't do that without being surrounded by that competition every day so I think a lot of players from overseas and the U.S. they want to stay within the U.S. because they want to exceed and be seen and um, be able to show that they can compete at that level every day. Okay, yeah, and speaking of like the top level of competition in terms of soccer, UCLA is one of those top teams. As I mentioned, you were a member of that uh, championship-winning team under Coach Cromwell. So what are your thoughts on the teammates you played with uh, during that season and the coaching style of Coach Cromwell, who is still the current coach of the UCLA women's soccer team? Yeah, I think um, we just had this like um, chemistry that um, I've never experienced my first two years. Um, I think everyone was bought into um, each other. Everyone knew their role. Um, we came out to training every day to compete, and we're all best of friends off the field, but there was no mercy on the field, mm-hmm. and it wasn't because we hated each other. It was just because we wanted the best for each other. And of course. We had this hashtag, um, oh my gosh, what was it? Uh, oh, 110, which is going to be the 110th national championship. So every day it was such a grind and it was never pretty. But um, throughout the whole year, um, we had this hashtag 110 that we we're going to do it. And um, I think just like the chemistry and just knowing the roles, um, people were bought into Coach um, Amanda's um, uh, her policy and her ideas. And I think that's what separated it for us from the beginning. Um, Okay, and we talked about the World Cup coming up. Are you going to be rooting for the U.S. national team? And have you uh, gotten a feel for the team due to playing with some of those players in the past? What are your thoughts on the U.S. uh, soccer program internationally? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely rooting for the U.S. Um, I definitely think that I'm excited for just soccer and more football. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's exciting to see other countries, um, just to see their growth and um, to see them compete with the best in the U.S. and kind of hang with France and Germany. And um, the top teams aren't the top teams all the time. And you see Australia and even Spain. And um, they're just all growing as um, football around the world. And that's exciting for our sport because we want to, we're all doing it to raise the platform for women's soccer, and it's exciting. And I hope people fall in love with soccer more and more because of these events like World Cup and Olympics. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm definitely rooting for the U.S. And just playing with the girls in the NWSL, um, 
it's just like exciting because then it makes me feel like I'm a personal level mm-hmm. of like them and I feel like I am at that level and it's just just a timing you know <laughs> and it's just awesome to know that um that there are teammates and um there are a few girls on the team that go to the world cup and that played here at UCLA so it's mm-hmm. always ha- happy to support our Bruin fam. Yeah, and just to wrap up, uh, what do you have to say to your fans out there and fans of the Bruins in terms of the world of soccer, people who are fans of UCLA soccer, what do you have to say to all of those people? Yeah, um, I think uh, UCLA was the best decision of my life. Um, awesome. I've grown on the field and um, off the field and I'm becoming a better person and player. And um, They just set you up for um, the future, whether you're going to become a doctor, a teacher, or soccer player, professional athlete. Um, this is a professional environment where they'll help you succeed. And even for me and like the other girls, like five years later, we still come back and want to be a part of it. And I think that's something special because you'll never find that like a Bruin family and the culture of being competitive and being surrounded by the best every day. So go Bruins. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Nish V back here again with UCLA Radio. And uh, with me right now, I have a former Bruins player, a member of the 2013 NCAA Championship winning UCLA soccer team, and a current player in the NWSL, Sarah Killian. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Of course, anytime. So before we get started, just uh, tell our fans and tell your fans about, um, well, where you came from, what, is, what was it like playing at UCLA, what attracted you here, and uh, yeah, just your experiences as a, co- as a college soccer player and then going into the NWSL. For sure. Um, I am from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, I was recruited by UCLA um, early on in high school and committed and um, went, you know, through the program here at UCLA. And I wanted to come here because it's top level. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, you know, number one public school in the nation. Um, academically, I knew that it was going to be a challenge for me. Um, on the field, I knew it was going to be a challenge for me, especially coming out of a small town in Indiana where, um, you know, maybe I was, you know, a larger fish in a small pond and I'm mm-hmm. out here where, um, I've got to earn my starting spot again. So, um, it was fantastic. The program's fantastic. Coaching staff, teammates are world-class. Um, and then I got drafted right after college to go play for Sky Blue FC of the NWSL. Okay, so you said you were drafted or recruited by UCLA pretty early on. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the got you to soccer specifically uh, as opposed to other sports? Because obviously mm-hmm. soccer is a growing sport here in America. So what is it about soccer that attracted you to playing this game and just made you want to stick with it all through your life? Yes, yeah, so my dad actually played growing up. And so around three or four, um, they put me on a team. Of course. And I fell in love with it right away. Um, I'm just, in general, a very competitive person. And Maybe it was just the first thing that kind of caught my attention, mm-hmm. is my competitive spirit, I would say. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've loved it since I was three or four, and there was no, you know, taking me <laughs> off the field ever since then. So, All right, awesome. And uh, how's it been playing in the NWSL? You've been playing for Sky Blue FC out of New Jersey for the past few seasons, and mm-hmm. you've been playing against some of your teammates, with some of your teammates, mm-hmm. and uh, Caprice just got uh, drafted to Sky Blue. So mm-hmm. how has that feeling been playing with people you've played with all your life? Oh yeah, it's been it's been a great experience because you know you come from UCLA where you're playing with top level um, in the world and against um, from some other colleges, mm-hmm. and then you kind of shuffle the board a little bit when you go to the pros. And now I'm with a couple of those players, and now I'm playing against some of those players, but also now playing with some of my college rivals. rivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it's been a really cool um, dynamic and. Again, another challenge just to be able to fit in with new personalities and new players on the field. Um, I think that 
all of us really enjoy getting to see each other. But I think that when we're on the field and it's game time, mm -hmm. it's like it's very, very <laughs> hard to keep to be, you know, those close friends. But um, we do a good job of making sure that you know, we're still connected off the of field. Of course, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And speaking of your competitive nature, you, as I mentioned, you were part of that 2013 championship winning team mm -hmm. under Coach Cromwell. So how was it in, uh, being part of that team back then? What was the feeling in the team? Did you guys know you could win all the way through? And what's your just opinions on Coach Cromwell and the UCLA soccer program mm -hmm. since then? Yeah, so um, fr freshman and sophomore year, we weren't quite as successful. Um, but I think junior year, just having um, two years of experience as a team, and especially we had a large class. Mm -hmm. um, we had like senior year, I think we graduated nine players or so, and most, I think we were all starters. So um, we just had the experience then, and we just knew that like we wanted to get this done. Like this was a goal, and w partly why we all came here was mm -hmm. to win a national championship for UCLA. So absolutely, we believed in ourselves all the way through. Um, as far as the coaching staff, um, world class world class some of the best in the world and mm -hmm. um i still come back here just itching to come back here because you know i still am on the field being coached by them um just talking soccer with them like you get so much out of just being under their wing all the time mm -hmm. and uh megan just talked about how your relationship with coach cromwell is a big part of that uh do you still have a relationship with the players you played with back then or uh with coach cromwell itself and uh how's that helped you just out off the field mm -hmm. yeah absolutely we i mean when you're here you're family mm -hmm. and that's just one of those things where if you if you put family on anything it's like that doesn't that doesn't ever change so um still just as close with some of these girls as I was when I was at UCLA and that goes for coach Cromwell as well I mean she's been so you know open to us coming back and um we got so close to her our junior and senior year here at UCLA so that relationship again is just another one that we will all have for the rest of our lives and someone who we all look up to as well. Mm -hmm. So one thing I wanted to ask is, I asked Megan this as well, but you were from Indiana, then came to LA, now playing in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. How's it been? What are the challenges of moving around as a pro soccer player? And uh, mm -hmm. have you sort of, uh, maybe you don't like that or do you just rise to the challenge and really take it uh, under your breath? I think you have to rise to the challenge. I don't think you really have a choice, but you definitely have to be flexible um, and be willing to kind of do whatever you have to do to still play the game and mm -hmm. play the sport that you love so much that you've loved since you were a little girl like I said three or four growing up so um, that just kind of comes with the job I would say it's not my favorite thing in the world um, to always kind of be on the move and stuff like that but I have enjoyed um, kind of getting out of in Indiana and really getting to experience um, the diversity of this country and of even outside of the U.S. Mm -hmm. so um, soccer has been such a blessing for me in that way that I've been able to experience so many different types of levels and places in the world yeah with soccer being such a worldwide sport we have the world cup coming up what are your thoughts about the u.s national team's chances they just went undefeated in 2018 before just having uh, one loss are you going to be rooting for them do you know some of the players on the team uh what do you think uh, u.s soccer fans should look out for when you come to this world cup um yes absolutely i'll be rooting for them and they are going to be a very hard team to beat i know they just lost mm -hmm. but um there's actually i think more that you can take from a loss sometimes than a win so um, that could in turn be very good for them in the long run, especially with the World Cup coming up. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I know a lot of those girls played with a lot of those girls and um, fantastic um, level. I mean, the highest level in the world is mm -hmm. on that team. Um, so yeah, it'll be really, really exciting to see them come out and perform and kind of see 
you know, who's in the starting 11 or what style are they trying to play or depending on who they're playing. So it will be really, really fun to watch, and I'm definitely rooting for them. And uh, what are your goals coming up in the upcoming uh, league of the NWSL, and what are your goals as a professional soccer player in total, and how has UCLA contributed to that just in general? I think that um, I've always tried to kind of keep my eyes focused on the team and just try to bring as much as I can um, to the team and, you know, whatever system I'm playing in or um, whatever role I'm playing in as far as what the coach wants me to do. Mm -hmm. I think it's just giving, you know, 100% of everything that I have and just um, doing it day in and day out just because it can be a long season and um, sometimes the daily grind of showing up and trying to give it your all can get kind of taxing on your body and mentally as well. So for me, it's just goals are always to... Um, give everything that I have and make make sure that I'm emptying the tank every single day. All right, and just finally, just to wrap up, uh, what, do you have anything to say to your fans and fans of the Bruins out there in terms of our soccer program or yourself? Just a final message. Final message would be go Bruins. I think that, you know, this is, again, the number one public um, college in the country, and I think that the women's soccer program is so professional, and I think that people need to realize that this is the place that, we still want to come back to and mm -hmm. to be a part of. And that's how much it's had an impact on our lives. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much.